Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience when no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. Thank you for being here today. I hope you're doing amazingly. I am loving life in Costa Rica. Things are starting to flow. I'm feeling very grounded, feeling very settled, which is a great place to be in. And I've met more wonderful people here, like you do in this part of the world in Nosara, <laughs> full of magical people. And one of those magical people is my friend Sandra, who is the guest on today's episode. Uh, she is an astrologer and a holistic health and integrative nutrition coach. And she also is learning how to read tarot cards. And today I had the privilege of interviewing her and discussing all things astrology and she provides me with a live astrology reading which is really insightful and incredible and especially if one of your signs that's in your charts align here then this is going to be such an incredible episode and you're going to learn so much about astrology. And my hope with today's episode is that you can open up your mind a little bit to astrology, because if you're anything like me, I was quite closed-minded to it, and I didn't really think it had any validity or truth to it before. Um, but actually, after having the reading, um, it's, it's confirmed my belief even more. So I'm so excited to share Sandra with you and everything we discussed. So without further ado, here's the beautiful Sandra. Hello, Sandra, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy you are here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for your invitation. I'm super excited uh, to be part, part of your show and... Uh, Let's just do this. Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. I've never done an episode like this before. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. So before we get into what we're going to do and share that with everybody, let's start with an introduction. So please, could you share with my beautiful listeners who you are and what you do? Hi, everybody. My name is Sandra. I am Costa Rica. I'm living here in Costa Rica right now in the beautiful mountains in Guanacaste. I live in a remote area. Um, about two years ago, I changed completely my my life from corporate um, to astrology and uh, uh, to tarot and to holistic uh, health. So now I am a certified holistic uh, health coach. I, I have a specialization in integrative nutrition 
I'm an astrologer and I am in my path to becoming a tarot reader as well, a professional tarot reader. Um, I like to combine these three powerful tools because I believe health is holistic and we need to explore different aspects of life rather than just focus on eating, which is what we've been told for so many years, right? And because um, it has helped me a great deal to discover uh, my path in this life, my mission, my purpose, what is that I have to give to the world. I believe uh, we all are here to serve the world and, and to uh, unite each other into one. Yeah, but that's what I'm doing now, yeah. I think that is so beautiful. What a mission. And I love like how you're combining all of those things together. Um and, and like you say, those are your gifts to the world, which is just incredible. And how you've come from a corporate environment to doing this. It's so completely different. And I've heard this before quite a few times with other healers and uh holistic health coaches. And yes, it's completely transformed their lives. That's incredible. Yeah, definitely. I always, since I was a little girl, I was thinking about going to the space, getting to know the planets. I love the stars. So we wanted to see the stars and lights. I still do that. Uh, but then, yeah, I got trapped, you know, in this making money life because we need it. And I was... Um, I first started in, in big corporate like Amazon of artists. I was an agent and I became a team leader and then a manager, ops manager, senior manager. And I, I was doing coaching, a lot of coaching. Yeah, that was my main job to, to coach other people, you know, to, to get there, to get to the numbers, to get to the results. But at some point, uh, that was not enough. I wanted to get deeper. You know, I didn't want it only results and numbers. I wanted to really uh, inspire uh, people's life. I want them to follow their purposes. And sometimes, you know, in that mission, I inspire some people to leave their job <laughs> instead of uh, make them stay. Yeah. And then uh, with the pandemic and all of this, um, I think that transformed uh, all of our lives in general in the world. And well, astrology came to me from a dis different perspective from what I knew it you know I knew the horoscope in the newspapers and that and didn't believe it so much really but then it, it came to me through through podcasts uh, Instagram and I got to understand that there is another astrology we call it humanistic psychologist and or evolutive astrology and it's really to help us to go through life it's a, the, to show us the map of our path in this earth. And it has helped me a great deal. So I uh, took a, a, a jump, uh, faith, with faith, with trust, and believing in, the, in, the, in this journey. And that's how I got to this point now where I am. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I was in a, a similar position myself. And um yeah, like you say, when when something keeps presenting itself to you, and this has actually come up on the show before talking to other people, if something keeps presenting itself to you, then it's offering itself to you. And that thing is your your direction. Um, yeah, totally relates to that. Well, thank you so much for going into so much detail there. And 
let's ask my my standard question <laughs> that I ask everybody. <laughs> um, so Sandra, tell me, what does well-being mean to you? Uh, it's holistic for sure. <laughs> um, I think I, I put it in one word. I, I have to say that it, in all this path, I, I, I think it's been authentic. When, when you're authentic and you're true to your, to who you are without fears, reservations, being rebel about what you are, who you are, um, voice it out. I think everything starts getting into place. Not easy because you have all these crises, you know, who I am really. Uh, I'm being other person, maybe using some masks here and there. But then when you start peeling those masks, and you start discovering who you really are in your true gifts. And then those gifts are actually helping the world to get better. I, I think this well-being for me, being who you are, being authentic. Um, and then you start respecting yourself more. You start loving yourself more. And then everything follows. Like you prefer to eat better. You prefer to to watch better TV, let's say, you prefer to have better relationships, you take care more of your finance, um, take care more of your family. And then we have this circle completing, which for me is well-being, you know, it's not only one thing, it's it's uh, all that it's around us, but mm -hmm. in the center, that authenticity for me, it's, it's the core, yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is so interesting because what you've described there is my exact journey, exactly what happened to me. I've been always trying to get back to my authentic self. And in fact, that was one of the first episodes that I put out there. And I was like, what does well-being mean to me? And it was exactly that. It was about being your most authentic self, because I always felt like I had to play a character, the character of, of Kat. Mm -hmm. And I could never really be me. And I'm still peeling back those those layers now. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love that answer. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the same, still peeling the layers. I think it's it's a life journey. It's not something that we will, oh yeah, tomorrow I'll be myself, you know, and that's it. Because life, it's it's a learning and we're here to learn. So today I'm this, but tomorrow I will learn something new and that will change my perspective. And then, then I have another tool to, okay, now I want to be like this. And, and that's fine. That's totally okay. Change, it's okay. Yeah. And I know it's scary. Sometimes we want people, expect people to stay the same in their characters. And it's overwhelming when you start seeing your friends, family changing, or they're seeing you changing yeah. and, and they miss the old version. But when you open yourself to change, it's beautiful. I mean, uh, for me, change is the only constant in the universe. And uh, I embrace it. I embrace it Yeah, uh, more than ever, you know, ups yeah. and downs, <laughs> uh, good and bad, all that's welcome. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely agree, a hundred percent. It's about being able to navigate your own ship. You're always going to keep sailing, but you need to know how to navigate when you hit a wave and when it's calm and all the in between. So, yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Well, yeah, I love it. I love the ship. Yeah, you always navigate your ship. I love that. I think it like <laughs> it just it just came to me. Sometimes these things come to me. Mm. Um. 
So I just want to share with everyone, I'm super excited because Sandra is actually here today to give me a live astrology reading on the show, which is really cool. We've never done anything like this on the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. (laughs) Um, So it means that you're going to all get a lot of insight into me and also a lot of insight about astrology um, and what it can do for you in general. Um, But before we do get to that part of the show, I just have a few questions that I'd love to ask you. And so I think you really already answered this one um, where I was going to ask, you know, what initially attracted you to astrology and why it's become the focal point of your life. Um, But is there anything else that you wanted to add to to what you've already expressed? Well, I I was... um also in the path of healing uh depression and and changes uh, when work was not enough to keep me happy when i couldn't pursue any more goals at work i got into a big uh, depression i was in the psychiatrist and taking antidepressants and that's how i i was like no i don't want to take this this is not good for my health so i I started to read about food i love cooking i love food it's like wow my number one let's say (laughs) um hobby and and then i started to know that you know food is your medicine and and then that i could heal my my depression through foods and then that i think getting cleaner got me to a center in my head because body and head are not separate body and mind and heart all is one yeah. <laughs> it's one and i i don't know i i imagine i start attracting uh, my dreams to come to me so then astrology came to me because that was something in my in my heart you know these planets astrology the outer space what's happening out there and then uh, that's how really beside the what i mentioned before magic a real magic (laughs) yeah that's so cool because um yeah again like we have a lot of similarities here Sandra because that's what happened to me I cleaned up my diet um and got myself in really good shape as well but it was actually the nutrition um that really helped give me clarity and yeah you just open up more space inside of yourself when you're not carrying things that you don't need to be carrying um physically and emotionally and actually yeah nutrition it just helps you function better and therefore you can gain more knowledge so yeah I completely relate to that mm-hmm. yeah, and, and then astrology was fascinating you know when I started to understand uh, more and more like like there is a map out there about my life like my identity my personality my talents my my blockages uh what is that uh, i'm struggling with and i was like how oh, somebody knows me this well you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i got tracked to it 100 percent. yeah <laughs> do you do you find that you always use astrology to help you move forward with decisions both big and small and also, I'm curious to know, how accurate have you found it to be? Oh, 200%. Wow. <laughs> um, I do. I do always use astrology. Um, I'm not necessarily reading my birth chart every day. Um, but yeah. knowing that 
the the main um, aspects you know knowing especially what what is my purpose what uh, is that i'm here to learn and what what i'm struggling with and 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 so when i have in a bad moment or i cannot feel uh content or i'm feeling like people is not understanding me I yeah. get back to 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 that who I am, you know, what are my my talents, and how overcome those moments. And yeah, I I do use astrology. You know, sometimes, for example, I can be in a very emotional mood, and then I go back and I watch my chart, and I can see the moon. It's in Virgo, and I'm like, all right, yeah, that's my my moon sign, and this is why I'm right now extra uh, sensitive. And then I I know okay it's time for me to to rest especially when you have the morning miracle you're overproductive you want everything to go perfect and to be organized and you overwork so I know that for that uh, specific moment what I need to do is to to rest to take a time for me and so it's, it's my guide definitely yeah it sounds like it really grounds you into yourself and into who you are and brings you back so you can remember yeah exactly you said something super important remembering who you are i love that it's it's just it's remember who you are remembering that and that's what astrology does for me it remembers me yeah who i am i'm a human i have uh, uh talents and also things to learn and that's totally fine. So just to remember that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, if someone if someone is to get a detailed astrological chart reading and they decide to base their decisions off it, how might they expect their life to be impacted? Well, based on experience, uh, not only mine, right? Because I I am um, an astrologer. I love this, but based on the experience of my customers or clients, I I say that it, it has bring them great clarity on how to most manage their emotions, realizing their talents. That's something amazing, you know, the astrology, astrology can do for you. Um, because we're being taught to control our emotions, you know. And in astrology, I try to um inspire people to manage them you have to let them go it's yeah. just that you have to know how to let them go you know you have to show them you have to express them but how you know in a healthy way in a, in a healthy way and the other thing that happens a lot is people it's it's a wondering most of the times like what what is my talent uh, i hate this job i'm not content with this job in astrology you can find that information what is the the most uh, let's say something that goes more with your personality that you can do also for money mm-hmm. and uh, i'd say 100% of the times uh, they agree yes i always wanted to be a singer or yes i always wanted to be uh, a manager and then if, when they are not in position that brings them courage and, and and confidence some sort of trust that you know something else it's it's a uh, has my back another power has my back it was not just in my head you know that i wanted to be this my stars are also saying that this is for me. So I think it gives them confidence 
confidence to to follow their hearts because i'm not saying nothing that is new you will see that it's going to to resonate in your heart it's it, nothing that is new yeah uh, you know it you'll remember it yeah oh my god I, i've got full body chills right now <laughs> yeah <because laughs> i'm i'm like i really really can relate to this you know i've done um a human design course astrology is a big part of that as well and and as I was going through that course, I was like, oh my God, like, you know, you have all these gates, like it's really detailed, really intricate. Mm -hmm. Everything, everything was just so spot on. It was incredible. So I'm really excited to, to hear the reading today to see how it yeah. lines up with me. It'd be really fascinating to hear because I've never had yeah. anybody listening. I've never had my <laughs> really? child led by someone before. So. <laughs> It's just a test for me in astrology. Yeah. No, I am. Um, human design is also absolutely amazing. I really haven't never get the, the reading myself. I was studying a little bit about it. The human design is kind of like this, this map of how you, of how to manage this amazing tool that is your body. And it's, it's something that is developed from my understanding when, during the pregnancy, you know, when you really, complete your 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 being in there and then astrology comes after that they're connected it comes after that uh, after your first uh, uh, breath literally so right. definitely they will work great together if you already have knowledge of your human design this is just going to be complementary to that and it's going to make it so much easier for you cool i can't wait <laughs> Um, and I just have one more question for you before we get into the reading. So when you hear people talk badly about astrology and maybe call it a load of nonsense, what do you feel like saying to those people? <laughs> I always say, let me get your birth chart. Give me your birth date, your time of uh, birth and where you were born. I'll do it for you. I'll give you a 15 minutes reading and you will change your mind. And <laughs> I do have a friend, super skeptical. He's a psychologist and um, he's mm, nothing to do with God, universe, nothing like that, you know? Yeah. And he was uh, mocking me like, oh, you went crazy. We always thought you were a witch, but now you're a witch for real. <laughs> and I, I offer him this and he says, okay, go on, do it, do it. But you're not going to get it. You're not going to uh, read me. And I did, and he was like, I do have, this was in audio, I saved that audio, and he was like, oh my God, like, how can you know, um, how can you see uh, uh, my my childhood? How can you see how my, my relationship with my parents were wow. in, 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 in the birth chart? And I was like, well, because uh, this is a magic and higher power, you know, that it's beyond me. I'm just a channel. But the other thing is that as the same as me, I was, you know, reading the horoscope and I was like, no way, like, that's not really describing me. For example, I'm a Sagittarius, that's my solar sign. But when I started studying astrology, I came to learn that we are not only one sign. That's why we don't sometimes feel like the horoscope, because we are multiple signs. Uh, mainly three are very important. But also sometimes in the birth chart, my solar sign, it, 
doesn't have the all the energy of the other planets. Let's say that if I am Sagittarius, but only my sun, it's in, in conjunction with that constellation, mm -hmm. I might feel little power in Sagittarius. But let's say that all of my planets, all the rest of the planets are in Taurus. Yeah. So I will feel definitely more like a Taurus. But I wouldn't know that if I don't do my birth chart, if if I don't get into it and I understand the power of the energies and how those energies are distributed into my into my my life and my body. And at the same time, the astrology, all the signs are only they each sign represent represents an aspect of life. So we, the mission, it's that when you know your birth chart, you want to integrate those 12 aspects into your life and become all of them. So you will find balance. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Love that. That's so amazing and so fascinating and makes a lot of sense. Um, also, I want to pick up on something you said there. I, th I think people, what a lot of us forget is like, so some of us do think mm, astrology, you know, for a while I was like, oh, astrology, I'm not sure about that. Um, and you know, I'm still not convinced I probably will be by the end of this conversation. But we forget, <laughs> we forget that we're we're a part of the universe, right? We are like mm -hmm. part of the universe. We came from the stars. You know, we're carbon based life forms. We are a part of it. So, of course, it's going to relate to us like actually when you think about it i i feel like that does make quite a lot of sense you know it it's it's no mistake we're here um and so yeah you know we're all born at a certain time in a certain place and yeah i i just i find that quite mind-blowing in itself it's it's like um i don't know if you heard this before but sometimes some scientists and and um you hear it even from NASA, they will say to you, you know, or to the to, to the entire world, they'll say, we need to take care of the planet because if we destroy the planet, we are not only destroying us, you know, we are going to affect the galaxy because the gravitation, the force of gravitation, it's sustaining us all together in at least this this uh, galaxy that we, what we know, you know, mm. we know Mars, Venus, Mercury, and then we know Pluto and that's it, but they are all correlated together. And if they, let's say we go crazy with nuclear bombs and then pff, no more Earth, then Mercury, Venus, Mars, they will probably also collapse because that uh, we will disrupt the gravitational force around them. So if that's how I sometimes also, you know, talk to people that don't don't have uh, uh, beliefs in astrology. Like if they each planet has a power um, over the other and they're working together, imagine the power they have over us, you know, wow, that we are here. God. That is so, so true. That is so true. And I've that's incredible. I've never even thought about it like that. You know, we always think about the earth and protecting the planet but actually yeah we never think about protecting our solar system and protect and and we forget in that respect that we are a part of the universe you know we're on this earth and the earth is 
like you say, working together with the other planets. I've never even thought about it like that. Thank you for sharing that perspective. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. But yeah, we're all together in this both. We all have our own uh, also ship, as you said, but it said uh, there is a bigger both out there and, and we yeah. are all together there. And uh, as much as we recognize that, it will get better for us as humans uh, to to navigate through this life. Yeah. Well, I really hope that we learn our lessons and don't destroy planet Earth and don't destroy our solar system as well. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah. And you know it. Then we have this 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 saying. You know that. Uh, there's uh, when people do uh, farming, they use the moon to know when to plant, when to crop and all of that. So, I mean, what more power there than than, than if the, the moon is affecting the, the tides of the ocean, the water, also the crops. Imagine, we are also part of that. We are not separate from plants. We're not separate from the water. We are almost 80% water. So that will affect us for sure. Yeah, we are we are a part of everything and everything is a part of us. And I think for some people listening, maybe that's a hard concept to get your head around. But, you know, I, I go back to a former episode I did recently um, explaining about the fact that we're all made of energy. We're all made of the same stuff. And on a, on an atomic level and subatomic level, you can see that. Um, so yeah. we are all connected. Uh, whether you like it or not, it's a fact. <laughs> it's yeah. It's the, it's the truth um okay well amazing um thank you so much for sharing that perspective that was super super interesting and i'm really grateful for that um let's get into this reading <laughs> the moment Ooh, yeah i've been waiting for hopefully everyone <laughs> all right so are you ready i'm ready let's do it <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with you, Katie, with the main aspects of your birth chart because you know time it's it's a uh, um, not in in it will take us like a lifetime to go through the entire thing and of in every okay. aspect. But uh, we go to the main aspects. I'm gonna talk to you about your main uh, signs, okay. and I want to talk to you about Saturn because Saturn it's like. Saturn, it's Kronos in uh, Greek uh, mythology. It's the our father right now. It's one of the gods, the, the Titans, and he's the god of time. And he is this father that is very strict, responsible. He wants us to do everything, uh, you know, perfectly. And we, uh, we do have like a tendency of... Uh, Putting, also, it's a planet of, of limits and, and, and limitations and limited beliefs. And it brings information about what in my, my lineage, what are those limiting beliefs that are, uh, let's say, um, taken from my ancestors and that I'm still here to resolve. So we also talk about Saturn. I think it's going to be very interesting. All right. We're going to start with your sun or solar sign. This okay. is very interesting. I love your birth chart because you have a certain uh, complexity. <laughs> your uh, solar sign, it is so close to 
another sign that you have like almost a combination. So your sun, it's in Aquarius, but it's in the last degree of Aquarius. It's almost like saying, goodbye, Aquarius. I already live there. I want to move. And what is Aquarius? Aquarius is a air sign. Air represents ideas. It represents the intellect, the genius, the information, uh, technology, innovation, science, um, evolution, the um, supramind. This is like the biggest, uh, let's say Aquarius is, is connected to the biggest or highest self. Mm. Um, and he wants evolution. That's the mission of Aquarius. He wants evolution. It will bring it through innovation. And also is the sign of uh, authenticity. Aquarius is free. It's a, it's a rebel. He will fight for uh, being uh, his true self. This is, is super important for Aquarius, being his true self. Can be uh, the weird, the uh, the weirdo of the of the zodiac, you know, the one that it's gonna yeah. dye his hair green, pink. It's gonna <laughs> dance in the streets. Doesn't care what people is gonna say about them. And they need freedom. Like freedom, it's oh yes, it's vital for an Aquarius. Sorry. And uh, I love, <laughs> I love. They are so open minded. They are diversity. That's, that's another quote, a uh, word for Aquarius, diversity. Yeah. They are open to any point of view, any um, race. Um, also, uh, if you are gay or trans or whatever, they will say, yes, you can be my friend. Aquarius is the sign of friendship as well. And um, Aquarius is also this guy that loves to work uh, for the world. He will work in uh, voluntary jobs, charity jobs. Aquarius really wants to make the world to be better through the work uh, in groups, working in groups. It's a leader, but it's a leader that wants to work in groups. He doesn't really want to be recognized you know like give me the oscar that's not aquarius aquarius wants everybody to receive the oscar even if he was the one leading the idea <laughs> um yeah <laughs> <laughs> but aquarius is leaving that uh, the sun is leaving that sign that means that when you were uh, born the sun was uh, in conjunction with the uh, constellation of Aquarius but it was almost living and it's entering into Pisces so you for sure you have a lot of energy and uh, Pisces energy and what's Pisces? Pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiac it's the completion of the of the path of life and Pisces as it's all over the experiences and has gone through so many things in life. Pisces wants to reunite with God, with the universe, with oneness. Pisces is spirituality. Pisces is emotion. Pisces has this magnificent uh, ability to feel 
everything. Sometimes for some people, this can be a burden because they don't understand why they feel so much. But this is this is the only way to get back to, to the source. When you can feel what the other is feeling and you can be empathetic from your heart, then you can call yourself that you have a the ability to really be empathetic mm. and that you can really merge with others. Uh, one of the, the most common things that uh, some clients that, that have Pisces, a lot of Pisces energy, they ask me, is like, I don't know why I'm so emotional. I don't know why I'm feeling so much. Uh, Pisces can be in a party and if in that party there is a lot of people with low emotions, low vibrations, then you go back to home and you will feel like in a low vibration. You will feel like negative. Yeah. And then you might say, I don't know why. I'm, I was okay. Everything is fine in my life. What I'm feeling like this. It's because you can absorb others' emotions. Many people uh, believe that, for example, Jesus, Jesus was a Pisces. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was this, you know, being that came to unify the world in love. It, it has is this. This is the highest a vibration of love, Pisces, unconditional love. Um, great for working um, with people. Great for listening to people. Great to to really, really, really put themselves in the shoes of others to feel what they're feeling. So great listeners, great for uh, therapists, great uh, psychologists, uh, great uh, also doctors, coaches, um, anything that is related to taking care of others' feelings. Really, this is Pisces. Um, And the mission of Pisces is is that to 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 reunite with the higher uh, power, with the source, with God, with the universe. That's what they're here. Uh, but first, to accomplish that mission, they need to understand um, the other. You know, who yeah. is next to me? How they feel about this? How they feel about me? How they feel about the world? When I understand that, when I can relate with that, then I am ready also to to let the God into my life and and feel that unconditional love with no limits. Um, Let's say that the challenging part is that, that uh, emotions sometimes are not clear. And also it's a dreamer. Pisces is a huge dreamer. And it can (laughs) sometimes... It spends more time dreaming than actually doing <laughs> something to accomplish those dreams. So for Pisces, uh, need to be just watch out. It's totally fine to dream, but you need to also wake up yeah. and take uh, action to, yeah. to accomplish your dreams. Uh, I do- Pisces also <laughs> likes to sleep. <laughs> Sorry. I was just saying I do. I do. Are you saying? I do procrastinate quite a lot, actually. And I do, I am a dreamer. That used to actually be my nickname at school, uh, Daydreamer. Um, mm. And my friend always used to wonder, like, literally where I drifted off to. Um, 
it's so <laughs> hilarious but yeah so far everything you said is like spot on about me <laughs> <laughs> good then we have the ascendant sign. The ascendant sign was the sign or constellation that was actually rising with the sun yeah. in the east. So the sun was putting all its light into this constellation. So it's bright. And this is what people can see in us. Maybe somebody will say, Sandra, but you're not so Sagittarius. I don't see a lot of Sagittarius in you. Um, you like, you know, dress black, you are serious, you like melancholic music, kind of weird music, and you like this, you know, astrology and tarot and all these things. Uh, it's because I'm a scented Scorpio, for example. And this is what people can see the most about us, because the sun was really putting all its light into this constellation when it was rising in the date of your birth. Um, in your case, you are also Scorpio. Congratulations. <laughs> Scorpio <laughs> is one of the most difficult signs to master. And I think everybody knows that because everybody, when they hear Scorpio, they feel like, oh my God, Scorpio, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, and the, the ascendant, it's, it's the sign that it will tell us the tools that we have to go through life. The sun is the desire of the soul. The, the, the sun is right up there, you know, and you want to reach for the sun. That's the desire of your soul to become that Pisces, that Aquarius. But for that, you were given a backpack with tools, and those tools are Scorpio. Uh, what's Scorpio? Well, Scorpio is the sign of transformation of death uh, and rebirth and the the sign of obsessions the sign of wanting power wanting control um, the sign of uh the shadow my dark side it's that part of us that we don't want people to to see and that many times we don't want to see ourselves that's a Scorpio, the taboos, you know, what's prohibited for the world. That's what a Scorpio is uh, related a lot with, you know, sex and sensuality, um, because it's that that we don't talk about loud. So um, a Scorpio can see things. He, he has the power to see things because he lives in the dark. So he really knows how to see into that darkness of our souls. And his mission is to bring it to light. Because when we bring the shadow to light, then we will know ourselves better. Oh my God. Um, and you a sec and just tell you, I am obsessed with shadow work. Like <laughs> that's one of my favorite things that I do in my coaching is shadow work. I love going into the dark stuff. It's so mm -hmm. interesting you say that because that, that, and like my whole human design chart is about expansion um and contraction it's about like the polar opposites mm -hmm. so that is super fascinating that you say that because that really resonates <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a it's very exhausting because you know you'll be in your life when you have a very strong scorpio you you go through a lot of a uh, crisis 
Yeah. Uh, so you can uh, be reborn. You know, yes. the, the Scorpio lives in the in in the mud, in the dirt. It's dark in there. Uh, doesn't like to go out, but sometimes has to go out for food. But the the legend of Scorpio is that um, once he goes out and he can see the light, he will become an eagle or he will become a, a phoenix. You know, and imagine the power of a phoenix, so beautiful. And all the colors and all the brightness. And he can fly and see everything from out there and, and, and comprehend things. And because of that constant transformation that we go through life when we have a lot of Scorpio, you know, one to another transformation, then we understand uh, the side of that, the dark side of the shadow side that we all have. They are great. The Scorpio is the psychiatrist, the psychologist of the Zodiac. Wow. They see through you. Yeah, they see through you. And they are great listeners. People love to tell their stories, their secrets, and their uh, affairs, their pains. They love to share them with Scorpio. And so I don't know if in your case you find that maybe your friends come to you to tell them, to tell you their they, oh, you know, yeah. their stories, you know, the, the, their problems, they seek for you for advice. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and, yeah, definitely, definitely. And the thing is that we need to learn um, how to manage our own emotions because we can see others and we're great helping others, but we really need to also see through our own shadow and we need to also um, pay attention uh, especially pay attention uh, if we are being obsessive uh, we want everything to be under control my emotions to be under control I don't show them I keep them here and that they're you know I don't want anybody to see them I don't want to see them because they are very intense mm. um, or if by the opposite I am projecting that into other people my partner, my friends my family, if I am projecting that to them and they have taken control over me and they have the power to fire me up, making me angry and mm -hmm. manipulated me very very careful with that when, you, when we have a Scorpio a, a strong in our birth chart check if people is taking control of us manipulating us and reclaim that power scorpio is there to reclaim power to claim the control back and, and that power and that control it's only needed to continue the transformation yeah. it has to do with the very sensual people, very sexual people, very open-minded people when it comes to, to sexuality and sensuality. They have this vibe. They attract others. They are like mystic, like magnetic. That's that's part of a Scorpio, to, to put it in general terms. Because I can go talk about a Scorpio for hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. that's so fascinating. And I'm thinking about one of my friends who's a Scorpio as well. And I can also see everything you're saying um, in her too. Uh, but yeah, definitely this manipulation has happened before. And the, the whole death and rebirth thing. Whoa. I mean, my God, that's that is my life story. Like that's happened in so many ways. So many 
times and you know I've spoken about that yeah. on the show so regular listeners will will know all about that um and then I was mm-hmm. like that coupled with the Pisces element is is really fascinating because there's there's so much um emotion and empathy and I am such an empath and I can see people for exactly who they are I'm such a good reader of people a good judge of character I'm very rarely um so yeah all that together (laughs) I can see how that can be quite turbulent yeah exactly and when you put all that together like Aquarius Pisces Scorpio when you to see, you know, like feeling a lot, a lot of emotions, um, a lot of uh, people coming to you for work, uh, and you working with groups of people, uh, trying to help the world to get, you know, into a better, a better and, and highest, uh, higher uh, consciousness uh, through uh, showing them their shadow and as well using your personal experience in, in, in transformation crisis to also guide others so you know you put all together and then you can start seeing a picture of of your life and and a path as well yeah wow Um, love it (laughs) (laughs) the other sign is the moon this is really important the moon is very important the moon talks talks about our childhood up to seven years old something like that if the sun it's the the father you know when when we see the light coming out and in the sun rises we go out we work we feel more secure we have vitality we want to be outside meeting people when the night comes what we have is the moon which is the opposite right it's time to go home it's time to rest it's time to feel secure and what we what we see in the moon, the light of the moon, it's actually the light of the sun. It's a reflection, and you can see those shades right in the moon. That's our our own shadow, right? That's the representation, our own shadow. We can see it there in the in the moon. The, the sun will show it to us, and the moon represents the mother. So here we are talking about intuition, instinct, protection. Uh, taking care of others, mysticism, magic, connection with nature, connection with the emotions, connection with the the, the psyche. And at the same time, the, the, the moon, it's the mother, but at the same time, it's the child. So you can see it like a, a woman when it's pregnant, right? Uh, it's a mother, but inside is also the child. So they're one. The mother that protects and the child that wants to be protected. So that's what he talks to us about the childhood and it talks to us about love we many times here you know like venus it's the one that will talk to us about love yeah venus talks to us about love but it's more like the romantic love sensual love the beauty of love the romance the the moon is gonna show us the true side or the or the dark side of the love which is not perfect it hurts it's painful and it's difficult and the moon is going to tell us what love it's that we are looking for, what love it's the love that makes us feel safe. And it's based on how we were raised, how it's that we learned what love is from our parents. Mm-hmm. Even if it was one uh, parent, one mother, if my grandma and my grandpa, they were my parents, if my sister or 
I'm adopted or I have two moms to that's not, not, that doesn't matter, but it's going to show us what was the dynamic of those uh, people that raised me and how they love each other. Because what we saw when we were kids, it stays in the subconscious mind. And then we will repeat that over and over and over again through life. Yeah. And this is a fact. That's why they say, you know, teach your kids when they're young, because then you'll teach them forever. Super true story. Yeah. So the moon is telling us that. And of course, uh, sometimes we learn good love. Sometimes we learn toxic love, but we go through life seeking for that without realizing because it's in the subconscious. So astrology helps us to bring that to the conscious mind so you can control it. Mm-hmm. In your case, your moon is in the sign of Aries. Aries? Nobody know in English. Aries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first sign, Aries. The first sign of the zodiac. This is a, a fire sign. And uh, that is telling us Aries is is related to Mars. Mars is um, the god of war. Mm. Mars it's the warrior, the biggest warrior uh, of the of the zodiac. It's impulsive. He has fire in his eyes, and he wants blood. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to fight. It's a warrior. That is a warrior that is, he likes to fight, you know. Also, uh, Venus is a, it's a warrior, but she it's more like a warrior of, of love, harmony. Mars, no, he wants just to go and fight and kill everybody and get his reward. Right. Uh, so it's very uh, strong when we have the moon in there, because again, the moon is showing us that uh, dark side opposite of the sun when we have the moon in there is telling us that in the childhood most likely i'm not saying this is 100 percent, but most likely um we were raised in in an environment where there was conflict there was uh, fights and the parents were fighting mm-hmm. um and then might be even you know more than that violence domestic violence ecological violence verbal abuse so what the child learns it's that okay if i want love i should fight for it i should be impulsive i can i need to go with all my strength and, and get that love that i want because it's mine i'm, I'm gonna take it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what so I might be that person, you know, that it's a, a representing Mars, the warrior in the relationship, or I might be projecting that to my partners. Maybe I get involved with partners that are, um, yeah, that are a little bit feisty, maybe are a, and yeah like to 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 fight they like conflict they need to feel conflict in their relationship to feel secure hmm. unfortunately this is one of the the trends you know they they need that conflict you know like okay let's uh, everything is very calm right now let me pick a fight <laughs> yeah well this you is so, this is and so- it's subconscious right it's subconscious yeah but this is so interesting because actually 
Um, I, I haven't been in a relationship for five years, but prior to that, I was in a really toxic relationship. And actually, this has been a theme throughout my life. The last one was the worst. Um, but uh, prior to that, yeah, I've I've had some really awful, gone through some really awful times with people, very turbulent relationships. Yeah, very like fiery, like you say, wanting to cause trouble um a lot of abuse emotional um not really physical abuse although I've experienced that once Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's actually very reflective but to me when I look back and I think on my childhood I think well actually it was it wasn't that bad but my parents did argue a lot and there was one time where it got physical it was an accident um but there was that turbulence there so yeah, that's mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. very interesting indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then this is just a subconscious that the, the good news is that when we realize that and we can say, like, oh, yeah, true, no, I saw that in my house happening a little bit and I kind of going towards that, then we can cut that, uh, you know, cut it clean and then we can decide as an adult what type of love we want. Yes. And don't let the subconscious to rule our lives. And so the moon is it's super important. Um, and well, those are the train main signs. As I was saying, you know, we have a lot going on. Uh, I can tell you now. I want to tell you a little bit about your job career part. This is showing uh, in the tenth house. The bird chart has it's, it looks like a pizza, and it has twelve pieces. Each piece is it's a, a house um, for each of the signs. First house is Aries, second house is Taurus, the third house is Gemini, so on and so forth. The tenth house belongs to Capricorn, and Capricorn talks to us about the place we want to take in in the society. So it talks to us about career. What is it I'm going to do in society to uh, help? And in this case, it's in the sign of Virgo. In your birth chart, Virgo is the sign of health, is the sign of order, perfection, structure. Uh, and this Virgo can see what others need. People can Virgo can see that people Virgo can see what people need, and the mission of Virgo is to serve others, to serve others, to organize themselves, to find a structure to find healthy routines in their lives so they can be happy. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. <laughs> you yeah. heard it officially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and, you know, I didn't see this before. I'm just seeing it today. The, the previous time I was checking in your, your three main signs, but I was like, okay, let's check that. And I just saw it and, and you have it there. Uh, me too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> How funny, that's so accurate what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And it has a little bit of uh, Leo Leo energy. And Leo is the artist of the zodiac. Leo is I am I am the I am the brightest. I am I am because Leo is sponsored by the sun. So it's like it's all about me. Give me, give me attention, <laughs> give me the spotlight. So it, it, when we combine this, it makes it is gonna. It means that you're gonna work also from a place that a lot of people will see you. Yeah. 
So definitely you're doing that. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> and the great thing, you know, when, when we hear the bird chart, <laughs> when we hear the bird chart and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good news because that means that you are aligned. You are in a good path. If, yeah. if we feel like, I don't know about this. No, it doesn't sound really accurate. I might maybe, but no, it means that we need more work to do, you know. But, oh, uh, right. Well, I mean, yeah. I feel, you know, I feel more in alignment than I ever have done in my entire mm -hmm. life. Choosing to <laughs> go down the coaching route. Um, yeah. So that that's, that's nice confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> And well, to close this part of astrology, um, I want to talk to you about Saturn that I was mentioning. Saturn is this um, overbearing father, you know, like you have to do your clothes and clean your room and, you know, super strict. And Saturn does that because he wants us to succeed in life. Mm -hmm. He wants us to become responsible, to be adults. And mature and to have a place in this society but sometimes Saturn can be so overbearing and overwhelming that we might feel like doing the opposite you know like when our parents tell us something and then we just do the opposite because it's so overwhelming and <laughs> <laughs> um, so we need to to learn how to to read Saturn messages so we don't get overwhelmed and, and, and we don't feel like oh Saturn I'm never going to be able to be the doctor you want me to be because I want to be a singer and I want to sing uh, in the streets and sometimes these, these desires of Saturn are coming from the lineage because maybe somebody there wanted to be a doctor but they couldn't because certain reasons so they passed that frustration to the rest in, in the lineage so we might feel that we need to fulfill that dream. So we need to really know Saturn and we need to also be able to position ourselves as an adult and responsible and tell Saturn, listen, no, that was not, that's not my dream. That was the dream of my grandmother. This is not my dream. Thank you so much, but I'm not doing that. Um, in your bird chart, Saturn is living in the 12th house, which is the house of Pisces, which discusses Pisces spirituality connection with the source. Right. And it has an um, energy of a Scorpio in there. Oh, wow. So what Saturn wants to tell us uh, when he lives in the 12th house, Saturn here wants to tell us that we need to master um to live in a spiritual life in a material world. And this is sometimes very hard because we have sometimes this idea of the, if I am a spiritual, I have to eat super healthy. I have to be vegan or I have to meditate many hours. I have to go into a journey to India. I have to go and, you know, uh, to the mosque, uh, certain patterns, you know, we have certain limited beliefs of what spirituality is is yeah and saturn here is telling us you need to learn that you live in a three-dimensional world with matter you have a body you have everything here around it's matter and you can be a spiritual being living in a material world you have to master that i think that's really 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 
beautiful, but I also know it's a it's a hard job. I, it, my Saturn is exactly leaving us well in the twelve hours. <laughs> um, so like, it's, it's, um, I feel like that's basically what I've been trying to do to incorporate the fact, and that's certainly the message that I've been getting to incorporate the fact that I'm human, but you know, I'm also a spiritual person. And so I don't like go to like woo woo with the spiritual stuff because I always find that for me to to actually reach that point of spirituality took a really long time. And what bridged the gap was the science. And so I I try and combine all of it. So that's Mm -hmm. interesting that you're saying, Mm -hmm. because that's certainly how I feel with it and and to present it to the world in a very grounded way that isn't too you know mm-hmm. floaty and out there if you get yeah mm. absolutely I, I I do the same I, I love science and I I do astrology it's because I think it's science and yeah. magic it's science it's everything yeah. is connected it's like body and, and mind are connected for me science and, and and spirituality definitely are connected everything it's science what we're finding now as well is all the spiritual things that have been spoken about for a long time like thousands of years are now being backed by science and this is the mm-hmm. thing science is is human based and it's you know it it can't explain everything and it's catching up mm-hmm. with the side of things so i always find that quite an interesting perspective as well yeah i think we humans are still we have so much ahead of us and yeah. so much to learn but we first need to to learn our body we need to comprehend this biological machine that we have, comprehend the, the world that we live in, and what it's made of, and to realize that everything that we need to, to live is out there in the world. We don't need anything external. We need stuff. Yeah. And then when we advance and to get to know our own house, I think then we can start to get into know what's out there. Yeah, I think we first need to start by knowing what we have here. And we want to jump because I am one of those, you know, I want to understand the universe and I want to understand the spirituality. But then understanding this Saturn, it's like go back to, to what you are right now first. Mm-hmm. Learn about that, honor that, and then you'll have the understanding to know more things what's happening out there for example yeah and we're a part of it anyway so Mm -hmm. we can't find that within ourselves exactly 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 yeah so it said that it's telling us to to well telling you the saturn to to learn to to be a sensitive and sensible vulnerable uh, person and keep that shape that sensibility and that spirituality that to manifest that into the material world so you can give more of your gifts mm. to, to people here. Amazing. <laughs> and then the Scorpio the Scorpio energy that it's around this house as well. It, well Scorpion here is still telling us or Saturn here is telling us that we need to learn to 
to let go, to know when to let go of things and situations, to yeah. die and to be reborn constantly, <laughs> <laughs> to constantly look at our shadow and to constantly look at our deepest fears and, and from there to heal our own trauma and to manage our personal power without without falling into obsessions uh, and manipulation uh, but to surrender ah, so that's i definitely get that mess a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay this is like a super brief recap of your birth chart any questions no i just think that um that was just so interesting and it, it literally all made sense to me and what you were telling me um isn't anything new um having said that if you had read my chart and told me this like two or three years ago I probably wouldn't have wouldn't have said that um but it's because I've chosen to start looking at myself going inwards and doing the work and because it sounds like from what you said I'm in alignment with with my purpose and that's truly how I feel um in every cell of my body uh, I yeah I I can relate to it so I think it's really fascinating that you know this this has happened now um and that I'm receiving this information from you at this point in my life um and it just shows you before you know before I was so off I was I was <laughs> I was not in the right place I was not in alignment and I was unhappy and it was because I wasn't listening to myself um and I wasn't doing the things that were in alignment for me um so it's so interesting to me that my birth chart could have told me that you know <laughs> and maybe <laughs> I looked at it before I don't know maybe it would have set me on this path but you know I got there obviously at the time I was meant to get there and that's absolutely fine but yeah so I find that aspect of it incredibly fascinating <laughs> oh, well the message will arrive and we're ready to, to hear it so it's absolutely. always perfect <laughs> absolutely. and well uh, I, I wanted also to I, I throw some tarot charts for you um, oh yeah the tarot is, okay Wonderful. yeah just I, I was just asking what's what's the message for you from the universe uh, for this 2023 what's the you need to know or guidance sort of and I have uh, three charts first one is justice the second one is the highest priest and the third one it's the wheel of fortune and here what he, the justice wants to tell you it's to find a balance and do things with like act with from your truth act from your truth and you will receive a back a, what it's just to you a cause and effect so if i act from my authentic self if i act from my heart i will receive exactly what i deserve to receive um then um, um, it might be, I don't know, this is also telling me that there might be something legal, some some legal situation that you need to go through documents, papers, sort of thing, you know, to also 
and be able to to get uh, your work like settled up and running mm. as you want as you desire that might and... be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the highest priest um, i love this chart um the highest priest is, is you know like the pope if we put it that way um, if you're religious but it's this super knowledgeable uh, person he has a knowledge from from the sky from the heavens to bring back to 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 the earth his mission is to talk uh, his truth from his own experience from his own uh, learnings is to talk uh, to teach others it's a master this guy is a master and he came uh, to teach uh, but it's only going to be able to be uh, listened by others when he's speaking from his heart from the truth uh, it's just and is connected uh, to God and then the third one the Wheel of Fortune this is a great um, chart is telling us you know that whatever we in life it will manifest back to us life is like a wheel of fortune and we we are the only ones that can make that wheel of fortune spin and we make them spin through our actions and it's the the, the result it's just gonna be a again causing effect what we're gonna get from life it's just what we have planted in life for us and all together these charts are telling me that if you put together uh, whatever legal situation that you need to to put in order and um, you're going to be able to um, speak to more people to share your message to more people to teach more people to become a guide for more people and then you will have great outcomes from that you will have fortune you will have a economic uh um abundance abundance also when it comes to um, friends living in the place you want to live living the life that you want to live um, in tarot i'm only a beginner and not so uh, deep as in astrology but this is what i got when i asked what's for you for 2023 wow thank you so much for pulling those cards for me i really appreciate it and um I think I know what it is I need to do, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> interesting, because I wouldn't have seen that as a block. It's it's just a, a something very, very simple, but I, I believe I know what that is. I'm not going to share that on here, but <laughs> it's all good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's, it's it's very positive, all the three of them. It's, it's not, there seems to be very fluid, you know, not blockages. Mm -hmm. So That's wonderful to hear. Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> That was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And um, hopefully, like from the information you shared, um, if you're listening to this, hopefully that helped you as well. Because obviously, maybe one of your um, uh, chart signs were within what Sandra was talking about there. Um, so a question, actually, for anyone listening who's thinking of getting their, their astrological chart read from somebody, how do you know, like, who is a good person to go to, who's genuine and authentic? And, yeah, how, how can you find that person? 
I think that you have to resonate with that person. It might happen to me. I also, I have my, my therapist, you know, I do holistic therapy too, same astrology, tarot and, and well-being as well. And I went through a few before I found, I found my person, yeah. you know, and uh, it was just what everything that, that, that she was saying was like spot on, you know, like it, it made me feel an, an emotion. Yeah. It did make me feel like that, the goosebumps, like, wow, like I feel God is talking through you to me you know um then of course credentials I, I i believe in credentials i am one of them right because i'm sagittarius but i, I believe in credentials i do believe the experience of course has a lot to do yeah. um but yeah find out you know you know where where was the school how long you've been studying this how many charts how you've done and Maybe also, I think coaching is important. Finding somebody that also has a background in coaching, because that's going to give you, you can know everything about astrology or the mathematics involved in, behind astrology or tarot. But if you don't know how to talk to people and to have that empathy and connect, then the message is not going to reach the heart of that person. And that's what we want. Uh, but connection, you know, connection at the end i think is super important there's so many so many good people out there and you'll find it you'll feel it yeah amazing well i have a a cool question to ask you <laughs> i'd love for you to share your most mind-blowing experience of tarot and astrology <laughs> oh my god there's so many um so one that sticks out. Well, yeah, I'm gonna share some something recently. Well, a couple of experience, recent experience. I have in my birth chart. My mission, it's to communicate my message to people. Uh, but my my learning, what I need to learn, and what I came to learn here, it's to how to communicate. You know. To, to say the, the right words so the message can be heard and, and can be clear to others because sometimes I went through life thinking nobody understands me, <laughs> <laughs> right? So that's that's my mission and my, and my purpose and my learning to learn how to communicate and to communicate what I know yeah. to people. Just that, just communicate, you know, what you do on your daily basis, how are you healing, how do you, you know, communicate that. And with the tarot, I came to, this is my my tarot chart. This is my guide. This is the highest priest as well. When I learned that this guy is also this, he came here to communicate, to teach, and to talk from the truth. But he has here in the, in the truth, he has the blue. He has a color blue. This is the chakra, the truth yeah. chakra. Chakra, yeah. So he also needs to learn, you know. He needs to learn to master his throat chakra, just like in my birth chart, to be able then to talk that truth to the other people. Um, and then I'm being, I'm doing this, this challenge. This is a homework. I'm, I'm trying to connect more with my, my gifts. You know what I, I came to give to people, not only my career, but what I came to give to people, my, my gifts. And it's a 20-day 
a challenge and yeah. I'm throwing the cards for that. And I'm going to, you know, each day I take a note which card I have. So at the end of the 20 days, which, which card I have the most, I will yeah. focus on that. This one is the one coming up to me five days from five days so far, four times this same card, just wow. the same card, you know, you throw in all of these cards together and wow and this is the same comment and this guy is the judge and this is transformation resurrection being reborn to a, a new dimension and this is the therapist wow third. yeah so this also being right now am i blown like how can i get the same card <laughs> so many times in different in different days it's the same and uh, another time, I also have another another set of cards, different uh, design, different uh, content, um, and I throw myself uh, the cards in in one uh, set of cards, and then the other one. I wanted to just one, and I got the same one. I got the devil. Okay. That's <laughs> but it, it, different different sets. Yeah, yeah. And many many things also uh, my my mission is related to to that communication and it's through gemini the gemini sign it's my my teacher mm -hmm. and my husband is a gemini oh wow and i have learned a lot <laughs> in this relationship about <laughs> communication <laughs> big teacher there yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely yeah. It's, it's my um... I was just gonna say so it's interesting what you say about the cards so I have some oracle cards and again I'm kind of like new to all this sort of stuff really uh, you know I've only really been spiritual for a couple of years but I kept asking a question about something that I need to do in my business what do I need to do um and I won't bother with the details but basically uh it was two days in a row I I I did this and um, I asked this question and <laughs> the card came back, you're already doing it. And I was like, whoa, that's a good answer. Anyway, and then I basically asked a, a similar question again or the same question again. And um, the same card came back and I was like, that's <laughs> that's crazy like so the fact it's happened to you five times is is, is uh yeah confirmation <laughs> it's like th there is a message there <laughs> yeah. and it's interesting because it makes me want to know more you know like about that specific oh. card and then what's what's the gift you know what yeah what can i give because oh. you know it's they're telling us about transformation and rebirth and of our own beliefs and and to the spiritual growth and spiritual rebirth and then it, again it's kind of like the other one the the highest priest and my and also my birth shirt uh, on my gemini it's kind of just share my story yeah yeah share my story and you know sometimes we give that for granted like we say like well who's fun hear what i have to say or who cares yeah you know, well, everybody has their own lives and mind their own business but sometimes just sharing you know your path of transformation the most simple thing that we might think it's simple maybe that will inspire somebody else 
Absolutely. And it's it's through stories and sharing stories that we do learn and actually the information goes in the most. Um, and that's certainly, you know, what I'm doing here with the show. Um, and, you know, one of my hopes and wishes for everybody that by me sharing and expressing and being vulnerable in this way, um, it, it can help somebody else and also give them the permission to be vulnerable as well. It's um, it's really quite a beautiful thing. And yes, I was absolutely petrified at first, but now I kind of, you know, I'm like an open book even more than I was before. So it's incredible. incredible. <laughs> I love to see your channel because, it, it, you know, I see you so free and I'm like, so Aquarius, right? With your yeah. videos in that oh <laughs> eccentric. God, yeah. And I'm like, come on, I can do it. You know, you inspire me. And, and I thank you for sharing those videos and being authentic because... Yeah, uh, for me, starting to making videos has been a, a, a whole thing, you know, I'm more yeah. shy than, than that. But looking at people like you, I was like, yeah, I can do it too. You oh, know? that's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that me goofing around um, and just being <laughs> ridiculous, like is helping other people. <laughs> it does, it does, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> um, so just to end this beautiful conversation, what message would you like to give to everybody for 2023? Yeah, 2023, it's going to be a year that is going to ask us to, to have a balance, you know, put in the balance, like what's really important for me and what is that I'm given value. Mm. and what is that I want from my heart yeah and put those things there and have courage to follow your heart mm. because the things will change we'll start seeing a lot of changes that's gonna be a, a lot of technology will come a lot of different um ideas will come but what we are and what we have in our heart, in our soul, that stays still. That's the the spark of the source. It's, it's going to be always the same. Um, go for it. Be authentic. Don't be afraid to show yourself. Do the work. Mm -hmm. uh, be vulnerable. In vulnerability, we find our strength. And yeah, I think that thing. Go. Go with your heart and take care of your body as well. Your yeah. body is your temple. It's this incredible machine that you have to go through life. This is, this is your car. And you only own one. Respect it, love it, honor it. No matter how many kilos you are, that's not what is important. What is important is this, that um, they makes you feel content and, and love it, respect it and take care of it that's and beautiful show your emotions yeah that's beautiful i think um that's a message that's a message for life um, but certainly i feel like there is this shift happening and you know we are stepping away from this fake world of you know fake people and fake social media account fake news you know mm -hmm 
nobody wants that anymore and it is shifting towards the realness the rawness um and, yeah. and certainly that that vulnerability that you speak of it's certainly become my superpower and something that's really transforming my life by allowing myself to be vulnerable and obviously it took me a while to get there it wasn't easy but the mm -hmm. more I I do it the deeper I go then the more value I give to others and the more it's changing my life so um yeah I I can say wholeheartedly like you will be surprised when you start opening up and trusting mm -hmm. and playing and being curious and yeah and we are getting we're leaving the pisces era you know this pisces era that we were at where we wanted a savior you know we put saviors in there like religious saviors and these concepts and we're coming into aquarius area era and we're gonna feel it a lot this 2023 it's gonna be huge the the, the, the change is starting really now and and it's asking us to be authentic to share our ideas to work in groups, find your community, super important, rely on your community, stop relying on systems, stop relying on governments, and, and rely in your community, rely on the resources that we have available in the world, and rely in your genius, rely in yourself, and don't give up your freedom for nothing, your freedom it's super important. Free will, it's our birthright so as well. That's amazing. That's so powerful. Thank you so much, Sandra. Uh, thank you for your time today. It's been absolutely so incredible, so fascinating. Um, I've absolutely loved it. And I'm sure it's given everyone who's listening so much value. So if people want to get a reading from you, or maybe they just want to have a little chat about astrology or tarot even, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. This is the easiest way. My Instagram is, uh, this is Spanish, but I you can see I speak English. Right, uh, <laughs> salud, salud astro holistica. Lovely. I'll put that in the show mm. notes so everyone can can just click on it. Thank you so much uh, to you for inviting me. This is amazing. This is my first time in a podcast. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Yes. And um, I have enjoyed it a lot, a lot, a lot. It yeah. went like, it feel like only five minutes. <laughs> I know. And I hope we... There's so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have more time and we can get deeper into other concepts and I'm here to serve as I would say. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sandra. Sending you lots of love and happy new year for 2024. Yeah. <laughs> same for you, same for everybody. Much love. Ciao. Bye-bye. <laughs> a big special thank you to Sandra for being a guest on the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. What an incredible conversation that was. I do hope that you enjoyed it. Did it change your mind about astrology? Were you a cynic before? Do you feel more open-minded about it now? Yeah, be interested to, to hear your feedback about that. I certainly learned a lot and I hope that my reading that she gave 
provided you with a lot of insight into astrology as well. If you would like to get in touch with Sandra, all her details are in the show notes. Of course, along with all my details, and this is how you can get in touch with me if you have any questions about anything at all, or perhaps you feel called to work with me to improve your well-being. And I just want to thank you so much for listening today. It means a lot to me. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you are loving the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. It means the absolute world to me when you share the show with your friends and family and leave a five-star rating as this is how I can reach more people and help improve more lives. And finally, as always, here's a parting message for you to take away with you today. Look up at the stars and not down at your feet. Try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. Be curious. Thank you once again, everybody. Have a beautiful week and I will see you soon.